You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I'm excited. You already know the drill. I get excited when we have special guests. And I'm talking to my girl, Quinetta, a fellow marketing genius. Like When I met her, I was like, oh, this girl is a marketing genius, and I have to have her on the podcast. Thank you so much, Quinetta, for joining the Social Media Decoded Podcast. How are you today? Girl, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Yes, thank you so much. So if you could tell us a little bit more about you, where are you from? How did you get started with your business and your marketing genius? Sure. First of all, I have to say congratulations. I did see your Instagram post. I see that you guys are like in the top 1% humongous. So congrats to you. Thank you. Um, I got started, y'all. My A lot of people, their business stories are cute and kind of straight to the point. Mine is not. Um, I'm here by the grace of God. Long, Maybe about almost nine years ago, well, eight years ago, because me and my husband have been married eight years ago. So in 2015, my husband and I got married. We had a humongous wedding. My parents, I'm the only girl. My parents gave me the beautiful six-figure wedding of my dreams. However, the day before, my husband got terminated from his job. And I was a classroom teacher at that time and with, with the masters, but still the pay wasn't doing anything. I was early in my teaching career. So my, my pay, even though they don't pay teachers anything, but my pay was low. I maybe $37,000, super low. So I started making, I asked my husband, we had like $300 in the bank. I said, if you buy me this t-shirt machine, I can make us some money. So I went, we went to Walmart, spent our last on buying a cricket machine. And I, I put vinyl on everything that I could put a sticker on. My biggest hit in the, cause that season that it happened was like holiday season. So I put vinyl on cake pans. People were getting it for the holidays. I was doing all that stuff. And when I did my taxes the next year, the girl, the CPA was like, you make some money. And I said, as a teacher, if I can do this, and I eventually like matched my teacher salary, I said, if I can do this, I can teach others how to do this. So I put myself out there as a business coach and I was charging $75 for three months, one-to-one sessions at the beginning because I was so eager to help people. And my business has taken several different uh, detours down through the years, but here I am and I exclusively help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get clarity around their businesses through cognitive aligned marketing. And I love every moment of what I do. Oh, I love this story. And yes, them crickets. (laughs) If you can make, if you are a creative person and you can make like merch, I think that's such a great lane to go into. Like it's so many Etsy shops. It's so many people who, you know, have their own stores on Shopify who sell personalized merchandise. So that was go. It was like another opportunity, right? I think a lot of us have these pivots and this is another way for you to pivot into something else. So I hope that that story 
definitely touch someone. And I'm sure there's so many listeners who can definitely relate to pivots in business. So thank you so much for sharing that. So I want to talk about cognitive aligned marketing strategy, what it is and how it differs from a traditional marketing strategy, because it's a lot of marketing, but I we haven't talked about this cognitive cognitive driven marketing. So let's get into that. So this is a, a term that I coined myself. Um, I Before I got into entrepreneurship, I just knew when I was 24 years old, I was in a PhD program. I was the youngest person in the PhD program for education. And I'm actually all but dissertation. So I like went through that program. You know, I got my specialist. I didn't get my doctorate. I may finish my dissertation one day, but I know a lot about education. And one thing I noticed is when I was becoming a teacher, when I was in my pre-service training, they would always throw this term around. And that term was meta, M-E-T-A, metacognitive. And they would always say that you have to encourage your students to think about what they're thinking about. And so I had a moment one day and I was, you know how sometimes you just go in on an opt-in spree, like almost every ad that you're fed, you sign up for the free guide or the free whatever, because you want this information. And I had a moment where I was being metacognitive and I was saying, Quinetta, why, why do you want something? And, and it's cool to be curious and it's, it's, it's awesome to want to know the information and to be intelligent about what you do in your business. But I was like, why is everything pulling out at you? Like, why why are you gravitating to every single thing? And I'm like, the targeting can't be that great. But what I realized is there was something in me that felt that I was lacking something from the last thing I invested in, right? So what I realized, what was happening with a lot of people, especially folks in the service-based space, people are signing up for programs, they're taking master classes. And they're still looking for the next thing instead of really honing in and applying what it is that they what they've learned, because there is a gap there, because usually the person doesn't have an understanding about how the brain actually works. And so what I encourage my clients to do is before we even touch the actual campaigns that we'll do, the emails that we'll send, et cetera, et cetera, we have to think about what the avatar is thinking about. And so that is what cognitive aligned strategy is. And it doesn't differ very much from traditional marketing, but it is extremely intentional. Oh, so good. And I'm glad you coined this term because I'm like, I'm real curious. I'm real curious about this because it sounds it sounds really good and like something that we should be thinking about. Okay, so in what ways does this marketing strategy impact consumers' decision-making? Because we all know that marketing is emotional. Like you said, you're being fed so many ads. I know it's this ad right now. Let me know if you've seen this ad about this mushroom coffee. About I've this mushroom. Girl, about this mushroom coffee that has been on my feed. And then I seen this girl talking about it. And I was like, okay, somebody bought it. Now let me know what you think about it. Because it's like, oh, it's going to give you so much energy. So how does this new strategy that you have developed in the coin this term, how does this help with the consumer buying decisions? So what ideally what this does is this helps consumers build trust faster and deeper. 
we've always heard, um, you know, people buy from people who they know, like, and trust. And that is true. And with the, you know, emergence and with how social media has become more sophisticated, people can build trust fast, but the trust isn't always deep. You know, so the idea is to build deep trust. So the buying decision is a no brainer. But also with that, the this is kind of the caveat that makes this really unique. The entrepreneur or whomever is building out a cognitive align strategy. One thing that they have to have is integrity, because if they put this marketing before their avatar and they're doing all of the things and they are not delivering on what they say that they can do, this totally negates the whole purpose of building that deep trust. So this has to be aligned with the core values of the business owner, because when something aligns with your core values, it is second nature. It is intrinsic. It is innate. You're able to do it. And it's almost a no brainer to you. And so the idea is to communicate this same information to your target consumer to let them know that they can trust you, not necessarily fast, but at a deep level. So when someone trusts you at a deep level, the conversations are different. Um, How they spend the money is different. How they talk about your business is different. And like you and I were speaking about, those people become brand ambassadors for your company, for your service, because they have a deep level of trust in your service, in your business. Oh, this is so good. I hope y'all are taking notes. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames. If Quinetta is dropping gems on today's Social Media Decoded podcast, these terms that we haven't even heard of before, she's coining these and giving us a whole new strategy and a whole different outlook and way to look at our marketing. I'm really loving this because you're right. People do you know, it is about that like, no trust. And like these ads following us around everywhere. I'm like, okay, this mushroom coffee, like how am I really, you know, am I really going to buy this? But they've really gotten into my brain, right? Because now they told me, you know, the benefits and what it's going to help do to my body and all these things. And now they got all these commercials of the coffee pouring up because I love coffee. And so if I, I see somebody pouring up some coffee, I'm like, oh, I want some coffee. Right. If you're, if you're a coffee listen, I mean, if you're a coffee lover, listen to this podcast, make sure you hit me up on Instagram because I love me some Starbucks. Okay. But I'm really considering this mushroom coffee but I heard it smells bad. So I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. So what advice or recommendations do you have for businesses or marketers looking to transition to this cognitive aligned strategy using their existing marketing efforts? Because I know many business owners are all over the place. We have this going on, this going on. So how can we pivot our current strategy into this? One thing that people talk about all the time in marketing, and it's so true, is data. Data is the reason why Michelle is fed that mushroom coffee ad because she's a coffee lover. And so they're feeding her um, this ad, this ad because Facebook is consistently, or whomever, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they are consistently collecting data. So what you have, and and Michelle is very, um, um, aware of this and she really believes in this, you have to build community. And the first thing people think about when you say community is a Facebook group, and that's not what I'm talking about, but community is your people. Like, you know how sometimes you have the same 25 people who are going to slide up on your Snapchat or interact with your Instagram stories. Those people 
Those are your community people. And so you have to talk to them. You have to, and this is why I'm enjoying some of the new features that Instagram is rolling out. Um, I'm hoping that one day they will allow the, like the broadcast channel to be two way so that people can actually, you know, go two way in discussion with a large group of people and give the creator some control over the settings of, you know, kind of how that will look. But you have to be able to dialogue with your community to gather data because what happens is your app and I'm sure y'all know this, but your avatar is nothing but a great representation of other people in your community. So if you say I have a community of this amount of people and my avatars in my um, in my business is curious, Kathy, you know, ambitious, Ariel or whomever, those are just representations of those people in your community. So if you're looking to switch or make a pivot into cognitive aligned marketing, you are going to have to gather data. What are these people thinking about? What are their triggers? What bothers you? And a great place to start to kind of build that conversation is if you identify with your avatar, because that's not the case for everybody. I'm not my target consumer. And a lot of people in their business, a lot of CEOs make business decisions based on how they feel and they're not their target consumer. But that is a good place to start. So what I sometimes do is I will discuss things that frustrate me as a CEO, as it pertains to marketing. So whatever the deficit is, whatever solution that you have, you're going to have to foster some conversation around that to collect some data. And once you collect some data, you have almost everything you need because you know what they're thinking about. Even let's just say, for example, for those of us who do things like challenges and um, you know, master classes, et cetera, sometimes to me, the cognitive aligned marketing lets me know that for my community, one day and sometimes even two days is not enough for them because I'm I'm not going to hold anything back. So in order for me to give out the information, to allow them to not just ask me questions, but to do real life examples for us to work through some things together, I have to adjust how I market my classes and my webinars, et cetera, because if I'm thinking about what they're thinking about, the people in my target audience are overthinkers. So they will leave a webinar and will still feel confused if they are overloaded with information. And I know that I will under promise and over deliver. So I have to tweak what I'm doing so that I can satisfy that gray area, which is what they're thinking about. And so once you satisfy someone and then you touch that area that they're insecure about that they may not always speak about that's when you're really getting into the roots and the weeds of that cognitive aligned marketing strategy oh this is so good this is so good challenges master classes i love the three-day one though but i do i think some people sometimes need longer i find that like with the challenges too like on day two a lot of people fall off people come on the first day but then like they on the second and third the second day, day sure. i'm like what are people at so come on y'all come to the two and three day challenges i know some of the five day challenges may seem too long for some but the amount of information that you're getting i think is beneficial especially for a lot of these challenges but like you said um i think that sometimes like i'm doing a 31 day challenge right now for oh real oh my gosh see it's a 31 day real challenge and people are along with me it's like 
70 something people signed up and it's a good 30 some people holding on strong and we're on day 24 so if you listen to this i'm sure it's way past october but for the month <laughs> of october i did a 31 day real challenge and we are That's on day dope. 24 i still gotta post my reel for today it's six o'clock <laughs> i'm gonna post it but it is holding people accountable and i think these challenges hold people accountable and really help them reach your goals but not only that like you said data I'm looking at the data now. If I've been posted 31 reels, I definitely have some set of data that's going to tell me, oh, that reel performed better than that one. People like this reel over that one. They like this type of content. I have so many different things to compare to because I just, I haven't posted just one type of reel. I've posted like different types. So now I can look and see, okay, this is working. This is not working. So I'm glad you said that about data because I feel like the numbers don't lie. The The data doesn't lie. lie. And like you're saying, it may not be about you. You you may not be your ideal client avatar. So you have to think in their minds. See, I told yeah. y'all, Quinetta is a marketing genius, okay? A marketing genius. And I can nerd out all day about marketing, but we won't bore you for the real long <laughs> conversation because y'all know the Social Media Coded Podcast. We quick and to the point and y'all get the gems and y'all go and implement it and move on to the next, right? So this is one of my favorite sections of the podcast and it's the book podcast or resources section. Lots of us like to read Audible. We have the Libby app, which is the library app where you can go download free library books. If you did not notice, definitely tap into Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. You can get library books and you can also get audio books on there as well. So are there any resources, books, or podcasts that have helped you along your entrepreneur journey that you would like to share with the listeners here today? So this is going to be different, but and I'm I'm really giving away the sauce on this. The secret. Because I think there's one other person I've come across online that is intentional about discussing this and I haven't seen anyone else. But if you really want to make that pivot to cognitive online marketing, you need to check out Teach Like a Champion by Doug Lamov, L-E-M-O-V. It is a book for teachers. But I am here to tell you, I think that book has like, now the copy that I have came with like a CD. <laughs> and so like they they modeled all of the strategies um, on that CD. But in that book, I think it has over 50 strategies. But those 50 strategies that, that people are using to teach their students at all levels, primary, middle, middle school, secondary, and high school, those are strategies that you should be using to engage your community to make sure that you are meeting their needs. Because just because you get on a masterclass, just because if if you do one-to-one sessions and you are talking to them, that does not mean that you're meeting a need. Just because when you say, you got any questions? They say, no. Like, I'm, I'm so skilled at that. I can look in your eyes. I can say, you don't understand, do you? And, and they'll say, I get it. And so I, I've even had to, when I was a teacher, I would tell my kids, nod your head if you get it, but shake your head if you don't. And if you don't, it's okay. So just that simple reinforcing that and reminding them that you can shake your head no if you don't get it. So I would have more people be honest with me and tell me I don't understand. So I could actually meet that need so that they could go to mastery and not just regurgitating what I told them, but they can actually know how to apply it. So teach like a champion, Doug Lamov, check that book out ASAP. Oh, no, I'm always open for new and different books. So we definitely will be checking that out. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm open to all different types of books. I really like 
you know, I like marketing books. I just like a lot of the one page marketing plan is one of my favorite books because if y'all confused with your marketing plan, that's why you should just have a one page marketing plan. That book is so like to the point and really will help you with your thought process. But I love all type of um, self-help books too. I don't know if I'm really into fiction books. I might have to get back into that. I used to read like the coldest winter ever and stuff knowing I shouldn't have been reading I want to get back into it too. Lamar, I mean, what, um, what, Omar Tyree. Fly girl and all that stuff. Why was we reading that stuff? If y'all was reading that stuff too, make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michelle Thames to say, girl, I read that book too. Knowing we shouldn't have been reading no coldest one. Knowing you ain't had no business. Knowing we didn't have no business. I should have been reading some of these marketing books. So (laughs) thank you for sharing that book with us. Um, This has definitely been an amazing, amazing episode. So many gems have been dropped. But before we head out, Definitely let the people know, where can we find you online? Where can we connect with you if we want to learn more and pick your marketing genius brain? Because, girl, you're, you're a marketing genius, okay? This new no, term I got, I'm loving me. this. Get at me. I'm on Instagram at the house of strategy underscore. You can find me there. I'm on Facebook at the house of strategy. I'm on TikTok as Quinetta Moore. So you can find me on any of those platforms and my website, www.thehouseofstrategy.co.co, not .com, but .co. I look forward to connecting with all of y'all. Yes. And we'll make sure we put all that information down in the show notes so you can connect with Quinetta again. Thank you so much, Quinetta, for coming on and gracing the Social Media Decoded podcast. We connected y'all in real life. And I was like, I got to have you on the podcast. So again, thank you so much. This has been such a great episode. And thank you all so much for tuning in today. And I will talk to you all in the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.